Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our daily meditations in the book of Romans. We've crawled into Romans chapter 3. Remember, man ruined his life with sin. That's Romans 1 through 3. God's remedy is in Jesus Christ. That's Romans 4 through 11. Then Romans 12 to the end of the book. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every single day? Today is a thank you prayer. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for your forgiveness. You know, Romans 3 is one of the most convicting and comforting chapters in God's written word. The first part of the chapter reminds me that I am a sinner. The final part reassures me that my sins have been forgiven by faith in Christ. It is good for me to be reminded of my sinful heart. That reminds me to express my thanksgiving to God for his forgiveness many, many times a day. Paul must have been thinking of Psalm 14 or 53 as God inspired him to write these nine-verse description of a depraved man's heart. Listen to Psalm 14. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt, and they have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. They are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Then Psalm 53, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Corrupt are they and have done abominable iniquity. There is none that doeth good. God looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand, that did seek God. Every one of them has gone back. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Okay, in 99 words, Paul describes the present heart of an unbeliever. Now remember, this is the former heart of all believers. If you trusted Christ as a small child, this describes what you would have become without Christ. None of us are beyond such depravity. We should be overwhelmed with thanksgiving and gratitude for God's mercy and grace that he saved us from such depravity. Oh, Paul gives us a list of what we were or what we were going to be. Here we go. Ready? There's none righteous. No, not one. There's none who understands. There's none who seeks after God. They've all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There's no one who does good. No, not one. Their throat is like an open tomb. With their tongues, they have practiced deceit. The poison of snakes or asps is in their lips whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed innocent blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. The way of peace they have not known. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Romans 3.21 starts with the words, but now. Oh, I love that. Which Paul uses to transition from what was to what is, from what we were destined to be to what we have been made to be, and from what we could have accomplished in the flesh to what God has accomplished by his grace. Let us never forget what God has done and continues to do on a daily basis. He forgives, he justifies, he redeems. And and the list could go on and on. So what has God done for us through Jesus Christ? Here are some wonderful truths to meditate on and to be thankful for. Romans 3.21, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest or made known being witnessed by the law and the prophets. In other words, God has shown us a way to be right with him without fulfilling the requirements of the law, as Moses and the prophets uh, promised. Romans 3.22, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. In other words, 
No matter who we are or what we have done, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. How about Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned and fall way, way short of God's glorious perfection. Verse 24, being justified freely by his grace and the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. In other words, unreservedly through Jesus Christ, we have been freed from the penalty of sin. And then verse 25, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. God sent Jesus to be sacrificed for my sin. He shed his blood for me. Verse 25, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are in the past through the forbearance of God. In other words, God knew that Jesus would pay for sin and was just holding off his punishment for those who sinned in the past. Verse 26, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness. In, us, in essence, this is God is fair, just, and righteous in the way that he deals with both sinners and their sin. And then the end of verse 26, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believes in Jesus. God is always fair, especially in the way he declares us sinners right in his sight as we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ and Christ alone. We have so much to be thankful for. Again, Romans 3 is one of the most convicting and the most comforting chapters in God's written word. As we saw, the first part of the chapter reminds us that we are sinners. The final part reassures us that our sins have been forgiven by faith in Christ. It is good for us all to be reminded of our sinful hearts so that our expressions of thanksgiving to God for his forgiveness may become a daily occurrence. He has given us much more than we deserve. Can you imagine what it would be like for all eternity if God actually gave us what we do deserve? Wow, that's quite the thought. But our time's up for today. I hope you've enjoyed our study. And again, we do. We have so much to be thankful for. But today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a really good day.